Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And then years later, there's some viral news video clip went round from Sky and Sarah Jane was one of the presenters. And I was like, what's she doing on the telly? So, yeah, but she's lovely. And I hope you enjoy this chat. I had a great time because it was so nice catching up with her because she's such a lovely girl. And we haven't seen each other for years and years and years. And her baby is literally the cutest thing. If you don't follow her on social media, I would highly recommend doing so because if you like looking at cute babies... It just makes you feel all warm, well, it makes me feel all warm and fuzzy when I see her, because it's so lovely, and I'm so happy for her um, as well, so yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I've got to step, I've got to stop saying, uh, and yeah. <laughs> oh God, but enjoy, and I'll see you in a bit. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. professional at the start of the exactly, podcast. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, a bit, it's a bit of an icebreaker as well because, you know, once we ask people to clap, they think, oh, okay, they, these are a bunch of idiots, basically. <laughs> That's fine. I thought you knew yeah. what you were doing. I thought you well, knew what you were doing. The next bit no. would be to ask me what I had for breakfast to check sound levels. No, don't. Oh, no. Is that... <laughs> no, because you, you probably oh, forget. Oh, was that Yeah, you probably would be. Can well, you yeah, remember? you'd be amazed. Most people go, oh, um, I don't know. But it's just to get them to say a few words. So by the time <laughs> they said, oh, I can't remember, uh, let's just say Frosties. I mean, Frosties. Frosties. Yeah. Sarah, I just 80s. want you to say hello to Lola. Hi, Lola. Oh. This is my friend Sarah, who I went to school with. Can we, put your, can we, can we oh, see then. your face, Liz? Yes, show her your face. Because she's 10 now. Can you believe she's 10? Oh, my wow. God. So Happy that was birthday. around. I've been you since a baby online. Yeah. And I, but obviously we've never met. And wow, I met yeah. your mum when we were about eleven, so around oh, God, about yeah, your yeah. age. What? I can't hear. Oh, she. Oh. She's surrounded by really clever, responsible adults. We met when we were eleven because we went to senior school together. Wow. This is really impressive. She doesn't give a flying fuck. She's like, I just, yeah, go on, Wow, how intelligent are you? Wow. She's got a point. We're all talking to her. She couldn't hear us. Go away, shut the door, please. She was 10 on Wednesday. Oh my God. Could you believe it? That's how quick it goes. I mean, I've literally just got around to having one. <laughs> I'll be God yeah, when she's ten. I'll be fifty-three. Oh, oh, don't think about that. Yeah, I won't think about yeah, that. Yeah, won't think about that. About that. Um, so we are joined today. I'm so excited. She'll get high pitched again. Yeah, <laughs> by the lovely Sarah Jane Mee, Sky News broadcaster, anchor. <laughs> anchor. <laughs> Just. Like Anchorman. <laughs> oh, I like Anchorman. Oh, I like Anchorman. I mean, that so, is my inspiration, obviously. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> so, me and Sarah, as you probably guess, went to school together many years ago. Yes. Grace Convent. We certainly did. Good you place, Convent Girls. You both went to a convent school. Yep. Yeah, can't convent you tell? Girls. The halos are still there. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good job. Remember? It's a podcast that people can't see we're lying. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember any of the rituals from convent school? Because I, obviously I didn't go to a convent school, but um, yeah, because somebody was saying to me this morning how their daughter's learning something I don't know really very Catholic, and I was like, wow, that just felt so impressive. Like, <laughs> I remember we had we had mass twice a day, didn't we? And the second mass of the day was always. Um, optional so not Roman many people numerals. would go so the teachers would come and find us in the playground and try and round us up and make us go we had assembly every morning hymn practice uh, 
RE, obviously. 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 A lot of RE, did, double did RE, one of my favourite days. <laughs> did you learn any other religions apart from, apart from the Catholic religion? I think we touched on it, didn't we? I don't remember it doing it in depth. See, I, don't, like do I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember because the girls, obviously, they do. Yeah. They learn about everything, yeah. which is wonderful. I don't remember learning about anything else in RE. I remember but the I Gospel remember of Mark, anything. that little orange Gospel of Mark book that we probably studied <laughs> for like a whole term. Loads of pencil marks in it, loads of graffiti at the front. I mean, typical <laughs> convent girls. I don't know yeah. why I remember it. It was just that little orange gospel book that was everywhere. Like, I feel like I carried it around in my school bag forever. Did don't you have Mr. Now, Cassidy obviously. for RE? Yes. Did we all have Mr. Cassidy? We had Mr. For Cassidy, RE? and he was the one who I thought it was really weird at the time, and then it was such a throwback about two years ago when I found myself doing it. He always used to have, and as a schoolgirl, you found it really weird, warm water with a slice of lemon in, yeah. in a teacup with a saucer. And yeah. a couple of years ago, I started doing it because I'd obviously seen on the internet that it was good for you. And I thought, yeah. oh my God, that takes me back. We always used to take the mickey out of him for drinking hot water with a slice of lemon. And now you're oh, doing I don't, I don't it. Remember. Yeah, so where, now I'm doing it. Where, where did you like? Where did you go and meet boys and things like that? Were you quite naughty, the pair of you? Do you know what? No. We weren't at all, were we? We were so well. Were you? I mean, I'll talk no. for myself. I'm not going to talk for Amy. <laughs> no. <laughs> we were, I, I think we were quite sheltered. We okay. weren't near a boys' school, were we? So it's not like you no. had the opportunity at break time or after school no. to interact with any boys. The convent school was quite well placed down a leafy greys, <laughs> well yeah. hidden away from any boys. So no, it we was didn't. very strict as well. I was, yeah, it was really like, strict. I was very scared of all the teachers. Like you don't, you didn't muck around. It was if everything you imagine a convent school to be in terms of we had knee high white socks, didn't we? And we weren't allowed yeah. to have them round our ankles they had to be up by our knee we would always always on the bus to school roll our skirts up because we yeah. had these horrible blue a-line skirts and we'd roll them up at the waistband to put them above the knee yeah. and all the teachers as you'd go in would be like, like oh, Sarah me Amy yeah. Borman pull those skirts down it's like oh dear yeah all of that oh my god so what age what age was that then was that like sort of 11 to 16 11. oh god yeah. okay yeah, so I was, we were friends more in the first year, mm. and I remember coming to your house and watching a Freddy Krueger film in your <laughs> kitchen. <laughs> That's my biggest memory of you. And you know what? House in Rainham. That wasn't even me. That was my younger sister, who is three and a half years younger than me, loved a horror film. Just loved it. I mean, I don't even think she was at the convent school at the time. I think she was at primary school. I mean, she's so hardy. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I think it scared me and Amy. My little sister was yeah. fine. Gave us nightmares. I remember, I remember your lovely mum and dad. Oh my Aww. God, your mum and dad were so lovely. I remember, now correct me if I'm wrong, did you have a fish pond in your hallway? Or like a waterfall? <laughs> or a no, water feature? Yeah, or something a, like that? We had a courtyard in the middle of the house with like a fountain. I remember it. it being the fanciest thing I'd ever yeah. seen. And just going home and going to my mum... Amy's got a fountain in her house. And I was like, what are you on about? It was a really beautiful house. It was gorgeous. It was in <laughs> So it does sound really fancy. I mean, it was very fancy, but, you, you know. I mean, having a courtyard in your house was. with a water feature. I was going to say, fancy. wherever it, it was. grander than 
<laughs> wherever Wait, it, no, it was. A lovely, it was a lovely house. I remember that, and I always remember you singing, 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 singing. Oh. And you had such a good... Honestly, Amy was so talented, and she I know, was she always... Still is one of the kindest but you were really oh. shy at school as well but you were yeah. one of the kindest girls at school and we know how mean girls can be when they all get yeah. together um, but amy was one of the kindest girls you'll ever meet i always remember that so yeah that's my top three things i remember from however many decades ago so <laughs> far too many decades ago. <laughs> so when when you were at school then so you sort of knew each other in the first year and then did you sort of form another friendship group and amy you is that when when did you meet I Nicole? I got moved out of the class. Yeah, because we were in the same form class oh, right, yeah. in the beginning. We were okay. in, the same, in the second year, I got moved because I got caught smoking on the school bus. <gasps> with Carla Bartlett. Do you, what? Do you know what? I was about to say Carla Bartlett. You were really yeah. tight with her, but I didn't know if we were allowed to name other people. So she's <laughs> come from Amy Bullman. It wasn't me, it was her. I was a very good girl. <laughs> <laughs> I grasped everyone up. And then I got moved <laughs> into a different class, so then we kind of made other friendship groups. Didn't we? We, we, it was really nice. There were like four forms, and everyone was pretty much yeah. friends, weren't they, really? I, we did, all interacted with each other. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't, because everybody always used to say convent school, it must have yeah. been so bitchy. But I, I, I whether it's no, rose tinted glasses or whatever, but I really don't think it was. I no, bloody loved school, which makes me sound yeah. like a complete swap. But I loved it. I loved going to school every day. Although I lived we in Raynham really and the school was in grey, yeah. so getting up out of bed and on the school bus. The amount yeah. of times my poor mum had to drive us in the car to chase the school bus <laughs> <laughs> down the A13. Yeah. Yeah, try and catch it at the next stop. Oh, my God. I won't yeah. even repeat what she said. <laughs> oh, and we it, both went to college together. Right, we both yeah. went to Palmer's, but then we weren't really friends at Palmer's. We did, yeah, we did different subjects, didn't we? Yeah, okay. I was all the drama lot. Right. Smoking. Smoking. <laughs> nose ring. Yeah. Sniff, <laughs> sniffing glue. Yeah, but I, I always <laughs> used to... What did you do I did, at college? I did French, English and media studies. Okay. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we were always in the canteen a lot. And I always remember everyone going to the DMP, the dog and partridge <laughs> at lunchtime, yes. the pub. <laughs> I go to the library. What an absolute! Oh spot. wow! I'd love to say that I nicked off to the pub as well and had a smoke, but yeah, I actually took my studies quite seriously. Good for you. So, but then all so I, I didn't really know, but I was watching Top of the Pops <laughs> one night when I was at home, and it was towards the end when the presenter was saying goodbye, and all of a sudden, oh, yeah. me oh out my god, the camera. And I was like, I think oh, actually said that when ev anybody ever asked me in an interview, when was your first time on screen? I mean, that was it actually. There's me saying regional yeah. news. Yeah. My first TV <laughs> appearance was Top of the Pops, and um, yeah, when you were about oh 16. gosh, we went. Oh, who was number one at the time? Was it Two Unlimited? Oh God! No, 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 no. Yeah, it was Quite that. Possibly. We bounced around the studio to that. <laughs> oh, oh my God, that was my first appearance on TV. <laughs> So then how did you get from jumping out <laughs> behind the presenter on top of the box to having your own show on Sky News? Well, they, they obviously thought she's got no discernible singing or dancing talent. I'll leave that to you, Amy. Um, I, well, after Palmer's, after Palmer's College doing A-levels, I went to Manchester University. I studied English yep. there. Uh, and then I did a Master's in Public Relations and Government Affairs. 
I mean, what a swat. And I ended up doing work experience. I got work experience in a regional newsroom and just loved it from the second I walked through the door. A friend of mine who was doing work experience there said, you'll love it. No day's the same. They're all really good fun. They go to the pub afterwards. Like you get to go out with the reporters and stuff. It's a really good laugh. So in I went. I mean, she is now working in pharmaceuticals. She's got nothing to do with media. I'll I'll always thank her for, for giving me a nudge and going and doing it. Um, and so I did lots of work experience and then I had my first job at Sky Sports News because I was looking for my first paid job in TV because that's the thing when you first start out. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure yeah. the music industry is the same. Like, so many industries are the same. I think it's changing now, yeah. thank goodness. But If it's a job that everyone wants, yeah. you're not going to get paid. Like, oh, and I was so to, fortunate to, to be living in London. My parents, well, my parents are in Essex, so like half yeah. an hour on the train. So I was so fortunate enough to location wise be able to get to these places to do work experience i think i did like nickelodeon itn studios and my parents were good enough to sort of you know i was still living at home and stuff like that so i did lots of work experience then eventually got a job at sky sports news because i needed a paid job like i said and um that's the first one that came up that had a, a decent enough salary and i just happened to like sport so i got that job and then just progressed from there did lots of sport and news as well because I really like my current affairs so yeah and then I went from Sky to regional TV for ITV because I wanted to get out and cut my teeth as a reporter and so lots of you know dancing dog shows in Derby and you know going to (laughs) going to the Britannia Stadium to watch Stoke against whoever and that is the coldest stadium on earth so going there for the Christmas fixtures (laughs) I mean if you didn't like your sport you'd soon be out the door because it's so cold there it's like the coldest stadium on earth Uh, and then eventually went back to Sky as a presenter so yeah that's it in a nutshell really yeah just sort of climbing my way up the ladder like I've been everything from a runner to producer junior reporter and then eventually a presenter where did your love of sport come from is that your your family or yeah so my family split between west ham and tottenham okay so yeah but i went tottenham okay (laughs) Okay. um so so from there really and just you know God, I remember. Do you remember Mariana Karkaletsu or Mariana Corbett? She was there. Yeah, we're still really good friends. Nice to see me in South Woodford. That's oh, a very, very elaborate name. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Greek. <laughs> Greek Cypriot. Yeah, Greek Cypriot. Yeah. Uh, she went from Karkaletsu to Corbett, which, oh. funnily enough, a lot more people could spell correctly. <laughs> Although it's two T's, not one, as she likes to point out. But um, I remember, you know, every, um, not every summer, because it's not on every summer, but uh, over the summer we would watch the Olympics in Barcelona and things like that. We just loved it. We lapped all of that up. Um, And just through that, really. I was never particularly sporty at school, though, which is a bit weird. I remember my uh, my sport of choice was discus. Oh, weird. Yeah. But at school, they didn't give us, you know, in discus, you throw inside a cage. I don't think our school, I don't think the convent could afford one. So I was really good at discus until I competed um, for the school against other schools and was put in a cage and the discus didn't even make it out of the cage. (laughs) 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 It's like that. I think we need to do a fundraiser for a cage. I was never never particularly sporty at school. Obviously netball. Why is it netball was compulsory? I mean, I do like netball, but I was just rubbish at it. Mm. I wasn't. I didn't have sharp enough elbows or long yeah. enough nails. <laughs> we I'm five did. foot four. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no. We did hockey, hockey and rugby. But Ooh. we're from Wales, so like. Uh, you know, right, yeah, 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 yeah. Does everyone right. have to learn how to play rugby in Wales? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. I, I, think, oh. I think that's the deal. Totally. I think that is the deal. Yeah, you have um, to push that thing, the scrum thing. Oh, it's ridiculous. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, and hockey was like the biggest thing. We yeah. did have hockey at our school, did we, yeah. Amy? We did rounders and netball. Rounders, there Love you go. Rounders. But actually, you see, I didn't have a sport. Rounders, yeah. I think I think that was my niche. But is that's, that not professional? They're, they're that's very, not professional, is it? They're very stereotypical girly things, though, aren't they? <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, confident You take girls. a swing at the ball, if you missed it, you'd run anyway. Just yeah, run as fast exactly. as you could. Yeah. Exactly. All the girls have to play netball. God, it was boring. Yeah, it was God, very God, much. Boring. We didn't have football or anything like that. It wasn't a very No, we didn't have school. that. We didn't <laughs> have that. they do now. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, I would imagine yeah. so. I would imagine it's moved with yeah. the times a bit. Oh, actually, we had tennis. We had tennis at the oh. Do you remember? those? Because um, there was an actual convent behind the school. Yeah. And the only reason we were allowed to go over there was because they had two tennis courts. So every now and again, we'd have a tennis lesson. And I've only remembered that because <laughs> where we live at the moment, there's a local park opposite. And do you remember during uh, the last lockdown, one of the only things open was a tennis court? Yeah. So yeah, you could book yeah. it through the local council. And we went over... And I just said to my mum and dad, I don't suppose you've got my old school tennis racket. And of course, my mum and dad keep everything. Yeah. And uh, they dropped it over. So that's the only reason why we had tennis lessons. Unsurprisingly, the uh, racket was in mint condition. Yeah. <laughs> oh, was, it, was it wooden? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wooden in one of those square wooden cases. Yeah. Not that bloody old. <laughs> oh, I'm joking. I'm We're about the same age, aren't we? I might be older than you, actually. Oh, I, I, don't have... even, I, I don't even remember now. It got past 40 and I've stopped counting. Oh, that's yeah, best. totally. Best. best to do. Best to do. And you've got a baby, haven't you? Yeah. 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 Uh, little Ray Ray. She is, uh, well, she's eight months this month. Wow. It no, has got... She's not eight months. I know. Everybody said to me, I mean, it's such a cliche, but it's a cliche because obviously it's true, um, that it goes so quickly. They went, yeah. It goes really fast. And those first three months did not get no quick go quickly i mean i couldn't remember my name i don't know if i brushed yeah. my hair yeah. i don't remember the first three months of her life i was yeah. so tired um but after that it's gone really quickly so yeah i've got an eight month old because <gasps> oh. i feel oh. obviously we haven't seen each other but I've, we follow each other on social media don't you so yeah. you feel like you know and i knew yeah. that i knew that you wanted to have babies and then all of a sudden you're having a baby and Pop, i was so happy a little baby popped up on instagram there she is <laughs> yeah. so how was it being pregnant during because when did you get pregnant then so i was pregnant the uh, the latter end of 2019 so i think we found out october something like that okay. um and i had like i mean this is the christmas before covid got big yeah. this was yeah. you know christmas 2019 found out I was pregnant, announced it to the world, got engaged to my dream man. It's like 2020, this is gonna be a blast. Um, and then obviously working at Sky News, we were following the COVID story. I mean, it just got bigger and bigger, but even we didn't realize how big it was gonna get. Yeah. And I remember leaving the studio one it was a Monday, actually. It was a Monday, and it was the first of those briefings from Downing Street by Boris Johnson. Um, and I remember watching it at home with Ben on the sofa, and obviously they started bringing in the lockdown rules and people had to shield and pregnant women, because they didn't know yeah, how COVID course, affected yeah. pregnant women. 
um, pregnant women had to shield. So I literally went home from work one afternoon and went, see you all tomorrow, and then just didn't go back. I haven't been at work yeah. for, I haven't been in the studio for, where are we, February, for nearly a year. Wow. So, <laughs> I mean, I still had about four months of my maternity to go. So it was just really weird. I just never went back to work. It was yeah. so odd. So odd. Just a so really you weird time. Home? Yeah, so like I said, I still had four months of my maternity to go. Lockdown had yeah. come in and I just my boss actually called me that night and she said, Obviously you've seen the briefing, you, you can't come in tomorrow and I and I, and she said, Let's give it a beat. We'll talk tomorrow over the next few days about what to do. So we came up with a plan for me working from home. So two two cameramen, two of our lovely cameramen turned up at my door basically in hazmat suits because obviously it had gone big overnight <laughs> you know what I mean? it, it, it really did seem like there was a tipping point in COVID yeah. where one day it was like all well, the death numbers are creeping up the next day it was like masks everywhere you know every, yeah. suddenly people started taking it seriously so our cameramen tipped up with like a camera tripod camera ipads screens microphones and meticulously i mean they were there for about two hours bless them anti-backing everything before it came into my house Aww. so then this kit came in and I started broadcasting from home and oh part of me thinks I should have taken maternity leave earlier because the stress of working from home is one thing yeah. broadcasting from home oh, is gosh, another yeah. when you when you think you've got fairly decent wi-fi you know you can oh, send gosh, a tweet yeah. from your sofa you can yeah. watch Netflix it might take a little while for that video to download that you want to watch or whatever but trying to broadcast globally from your front room, from a piece of kit with, well, just average Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the stress. I really thought it was going to send me into early labour. Like, <laughs> I had five minutes before I'd be going on air. My producer would be ringing me going, we can't see you. Your mic's not working. This is... And honestly, oh, I just God. felt like I was going to go to labour every time I went on air. <laughs> um, so, so we did a lot of that. Um, and I also did a podcast for Sky News as well. So we did it how we're doing this now, which is essentially yeah, over yeah. Zoom and also recording it. And again, technical issues with that. I mean, you know, I feel for everybody working from home right now because it is so stressful. What I wouldn't yeah. have given to be able to... I, did, I took it for granted to be able to walk into a studio, have a floor manager that would set up all your computer for you and make sure the printer was working. You know, have camera operators, people in the gallery... Yeah. Ben, my fiance and I were joking. He was basically my tech support. He was trying to run a business from the room upstairs, and I would come bursting in, going, "I can't plug this in, and this won't work." And he'd be like, "Oh my god, this is gonna send you know, this is gonna send me over the edge. Never mind you." So he was he he was my tech support for all my broadcasts. But um, yeah, you just took it for granted going into a studio and everybody doing all those techie roles. Yeah. You only notice when they go wrong. When yeah. they. You know, when somebody's across them and doing a brilliant job and are trained yeah. <laughs> in all those technical roles, you take it for granted. And I will never take them for granted again. I will also never take hair and makeup for granted again. No. <laughs> so what's oh, gonna what, my word. What's gonna happen then when you go when you go back? Have... I mean I'm putting it off for as long as possible until hairdressers are open. I've got, got feral. <laughs> Your husband, your partner working from home, you'll be broadcasting from home and you'll have a one-year-old. Oh, well, do you know what? Actually, because I'm not in the shielding category anymore, 
I can go to work so I can go into a yeah. studio oh, okay. so yeah so yeah. I'll be really lucky when I return to work but I'll have some sense of normality yeah yeah um, and nurseries are open as well if nurseries are yeah. open um, yeah. we've got grandma as well who'll be in our childcare <gasps> bubble so you know we're in a great position we're really oh, good and my, uh, my wonderful stepson Teddy is with us every other week so I feel your homeschooling pain we do that yeah. every other week <laughs> <laughs> it's just like that week is like peak stress in our house. Oh, yeah. How old and is again, he 10? He is... How old? Oh, no, he's seven. He's seven. Oh, same oh, okay, so same, yeah, same age as same I Same age as well. yeah. yeah, so, yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> because I'm looking after the baby, Ben's trying to run three or four businesses, Ted's homeschooling, we have his timetable in the morning. We say to Ted, look, right, you've got this at nine and then you've got a worksheet to do. Then you can have a break. Da, 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 da. And all of a sudden I'll be in the kitchen, like preparing a snack for later or looking after Ray. And he'll appear next to me and I'll go, Ted, Ted what are you doing? It's 10 o'clock. You've got a lesson. He's like, oh, and runs upstairs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Boys, their attention span oh, is. Oh, God. And if I walk into mad. a room while he's doing his lesson, he'll suddenly swivel around on his chair. <laughs> That's and be it. Like, Hi, SJ. Or yeah. he'll come and kiss the baby. I'm like, Ted, you oh. wouldn't do that in class. But he is, bless him, he's so good. He's so good. Because it must be so weird just, Although, you know, sitting in yeah, front of a computer I, all day for a seven-year-old boy who's used to interacting with his mates. Yeah, yeah. but know. also you, you can't get them to really understand. Like, because I go, right, it's just, I can't do the work for you. You've got to do it yourself, love. You've yeah. got to try. And he'll go... Yeah, but mum, there's 27 animals, and if there's 13 that are taken away, I don't know the answer. I'm like, oh, fucking don't know, I have either. And you're like, well, oh, trying to work out how to say it in another way. So, let's take it away. And you're like half an hour in, and you're going like, oh, fucking, I can't fucking do maths with him. I'm not fucking doing any Fortunately, yeah, fortunately, Ben takes on all the maths, and Ted is really good at maths. That's like, his specialty um, whereas I come into my own with the English and the writing and stuff but what I've noticed is schools start doing recently <laughs> is actually it's very clever because obviously they have to adapt things that you can do in the home is go to the kitchen cupboard and get so the other day it was go to the kitchen cupboard and get they, they were uh, they were doing geography and learning about where food comes from whether it comes from a plant or an animal and oh, what yeah. part of the world so it's like Go to your cupboard, get six <laughs> items, label if it's from a plant or an animal and what country it's from. Yeah. Oh, my God. He had <laughs> things out the freezer, out the fridge. <laughs> he got his little steps. He was in the cupboard. So I came down and I was like, oh, my God, all this stuff's defrosting. <laughs> the freezer's open. Yeah. And, and embarrassingly, I mean, I don't know if he was pregnant, me or Ben, but for some reason there was a jar of pickled eggs in the cupboard. Oh. <laughs> and he got the pickled eggs out of the cupboards and he was like I found this on the web oh, oh. I, that. <laughs> I found this on the web I shot pickled eggs and suddenly my phone googles it um, so he found these pickled eggs and we had this whole oh it's in the cupboard but is it from an animal and, you know it was just oh my god like and he had to label it all and send it to school and it's so embarrassing what he pulled out of our cupboard pickled eggs I think it was sausage rolls, crunchy nut cornflakes. I was like, oh my word. Oh my uh, God. What, he, what do they think we're feeding him? Yeah, your school will be knocking at the door going, we need to have a healthy eating plan for Ted. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the fish he pulled out of the freezer was covered in breadcrumbs. <laughs> oh, oh, well. Oh, it's all right. Yeah. So, how, so your, did Ben go to any scans with you in the beginning? Were you 
did you kind of get any stuff in before? Yeah, we got a, we got a couple of the early ones in um, before Christmas. So uh, when I first fell pregnant, we went for a private scan. Um, yeah. Because, well, we just wanted to see. What, I mean, looking back yeah. at it now, it's like it looks like a coffee bean. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can't equate it to the yeah. bouncing eight month we old we've got now. But we were so excited, and uh, we went for a private scan, and then he came to my first NHS scan with me, and then. I think there was one he couldn't do, so my mum came with me to that one. So, yeah, so I had people with me for three scans, and then all the ones after that Christmas... Uh, oh, no, the one with my mum was New Year, but the ones after that I had to go on my own. And because yeah. I was of a certain age, um, they wanted me to go for more scans, and I had to go into hospital every now and again for um, uh, fetal heart monitoring. And okay. that was right at the height of the pandemic. So I had to go into Guy's and St. Thomas's on my own, uh, which was scary because one night we had a bit of a scare and it was the dead of night. Nobody's at Guy's and St. Thomas's because it's a pandemic. So yeah. it's, you know, <laughs> there's nobody in the hospital. So it's really eerie walking into somewhere that would normally be buzzing yeah. full of hundreds and thousands of people. So that was all a bit scary having to go in and do all that on your own. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the actual labour itself, Ben wasn't allowed in until I was in active labour. So, okay. <laughs> which, you know, you think you can manage until I actually went into Guy's and St. Thomas's for five days. We call oh, it my little darling. holiday. We call it my little <laughs> holiday at Guy's and St. Thomas's. Um, but it was really hot as well over the summer. So when it was the first two or three days and I could move about, I'd go down to the gardens by the River Thames, actually quite scenic, quite lovely. Yeah. Uh, and he'd meet me there for a drink or whatever. Like on the last day, he was really romantic and bought me a Domino's. Aww. <laughs> really fancy Aww. the Texas barbecue chicken pizza. And he delivered. Um, and then th we got to the business business end of things and I didn't see him for about three days while I was in labour because I had to be induced and you yeah, know without getting yeah. too graphic that's all very messy I didn't want to get induced because yeah. I just thought if my body's ready my body's ready and my body was not ready and I knew that but I had to agree to be um, induced because I had preeclampsia oh. um, yeah so and as soon as they start saying look this is safest for the baby you just yeah. think right well I don't care what my birth plan is. Let's just go yeah. with what you're telling me is the safest. Um, so I got all the way through that at the end of the five days and had a cesarean. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it, oh, honestly, I can laugh about it now, but at the same oh. time, I had loads of friends who were having babies pretty much within that two-week window. And they had either planned cesareans or were in hospital for a couple of days and then had a cesarean. Obviously, I was in there for five days and then had a cesarean. So they're all posting these pictures on social media of them looking amazing. Because obviously, <laughs> if you have a C-section, you don't break into a sweat. It's, you know, you go yeah. in, play some lovely music, your hair's all done, a bit of mascara, <laughs> just a little bit of mascara because you're not meant to wear makeup. And you're handed this baby and there's this beautiful picture. I've been in Geyser St. Thomas's for five days. It's the height of summer. Like for the last three days I don't think I've had a shower I don't know when my hair was last washed so those pictures are never ever seeing the light of day there's no filter in the world that can fix it I mean I look at it now and I'm like obviously I look at Ray and then I look at my face and go oh the poor thing that was the first thing she saw when she came into the world oh gosh I was so sure exhausted so, oh, and I couldn't keep my eyes open either because I was so tired I hadn't slept yeah. for three days 
And Ben kept slapping me on the cheek going, she's coming out, she's coming out. I was like, oh, I, I can't, I'm so tired. Yeah. Little did I know what real tired this was. Like a few weeks later. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, I don't think anyone's birth goes with their birth plan. No. Do you know what I mean? I don't think anyone, everyone's got this ideal. I think you're very, very lucky if it yeah. does, you know. Mine went from one your... extreme to the other. Because of the pandemic, I was getting really paranoid about going into a hospital. Yeah. So totally. I said, I'm having a home birth. I'm having a home birth. Yeah. I'm having twinkly lights. I'm having candles. Yeah. We yeah. bought a birthing pool. We bought the <laughs> lot. <laughs> Yeah. And then I got preeclampsia, and they were like, "You've got to go into hospital." Yeah, oh, that's, what, that's what. So is that why you me. went in? Yeah, that's why you were in there for the. Yeah. So, so did you find out just before. Yeah. So gradually throughout the pregnancy, my sort of protein levels were creeping up and up and up. Like my my blood pressure was fine, but it was just my protein yeah. levels. Um, and then literally, I mean, Ray only came a week earlier than her due date, so I, oh, you okay. know, we did really well, but it was because I was monitored uh, so frequently, um, and it just got to the stage they went, you, it's creeping up, it's only going to go one yeah. way, so you have to go into hospital, so they planned to uh, induce me, yeah, so in I went and went through all of that, and was Ray the procedures. <laughs> was Ray okay afterwards? Because I had yeah. pre I had preeclampsia. Mm. Yeah, because you, had got, a, you went I, in and had to stay in for like two weeks. Oh or God, three yeah, two to three weeks. I was there for ages. Really? I, I was like everybody was going into labour, and I was still sat sat there. Yeah, that's what I, I was like on the ward. Yeah. Every morning they pull awful. the curtains back, and the woman opposite you had gone. Gone. Yeah. Done. It was me yeah. and this other other lovely lady who I think was called Millie next to me yeah. on the left. And we were there. We were like, we have got this. This is our ward, you know. We're, we're the sort of yeah. seasoned pros on this ward. But every morning you wake up and two women had gone. And it's like, really when's weird. it my turn? But, but actually, I went back. When I gave birth, then I nearly had a heart attack. And then I had to go back again. I was like, this is just fucking ridiculous. Really? <laughs> and I, See, never I was fine. I was out the next day. Oh, I was wow. so determined really? to get out of that hospital. Yeah. So determined to get out of the hospital. I mean, don't get oh, me wrong. Good. Staff were amazing. But I was sick of being in hospital, yeah. in a hospital yeah, yeah, gown, yeah. on an uncomfortable bed. At high, it was so hot in there. I can't even describe it to you. It was, oh. um, so I literally made it my business because Ben had to go an hour after the birth that you're only allowed to stay for an hour. So oh, it must have been about five in the morning by the time he left. I was exhausted, had this baby. I was like, I'm going to be out of here within 24 hours. So obviously C-section, you're not meant to move. No. But you've got to because this baby's crying yeah. and you've got to get to it. So yeah. I've perfected the bum shuffle. It's amazing oh, yeah. <laughs> what new moves you can come up with when your stomach muscles don't work anymore. Um, I had amazing guns um, and like a really flat bum where I just shuffled on it all the time. But yeah, I was out within 24 hours because I just thought yeah. I just want to go home with this baby. I cannot stay on a ward anymore. Yeah. Um, and I think because of the pandemic and COVID, they were like, they just yeah, want fine, you're walking out. about. I was literally walking past the nurse's station on repeat going, look at me, look at me. I can oh, walk, yeah. I'm fine, I'm fine. <laughs> oh. So how much oh. did she weigh? Gosh, I should know this. Eight pounds six. Oh, nice. Yeah, eight pounds oh. six. Yeah. Oh, I might have to check that. Eight pounds six. I love six. the name. Yeah. Yeah, we I really um, love the name. Because Ben's last name is Richardson. Um, we, I quite like the alliteration of R and R, so we were like 
Riley Richardson, although we had to veto Riley because that's my boss's surname. But I really liked it. I like Riley. <laughs> I just at work would think I'm Riley. sucking up if I call her Riley. Yeah. Such a lovely name. <laughs> uh, there was like Riley Ripley. Um, uh, oh, <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to tell this story, but I think I put it out on Twitter, so it's okay. Ben and I, during lockdown, would go for these long walks by the River Thames because at the time we were living uh, in Bermondsey. Yeah. So when you're allowed out for an hour a day, we'd walk along the river. And we were just talking about baby names. And um, we'd been watching the telly the night before. And Ben loves Ramesh Ranganathan. Like, yes. loves him. And we were just joking. I said, your obsession has gone to new heights. Like, this is <laughs> out of control. And he went, yeah, we might as well just name the baby after him. And yeah. I went, we're having a girl. We can't call her Ramesh. <laughs> and he went, what about Romy? And I went, what? Oh, oh no. I really like Romy. So it was an earnest discussion for about a month whether we would call her Romy because we knew uh, and no we didn't know we were having a girl but if it was a girl would we call yeah. we would call her Romy and in the end we had to discount it because I went I can't lie like if people say why is she called Romy I'm going to have to go she's named after Romish Ranganathan but he is amazing <laughs> he is amazing what about Rome my name if I had another girl was going to be Romy oh that's nice yeah oh I like that but yeah. Ray was on the shortlist I it was that. yeah it was on the shortlist and ben rang me because obviously like i said he had to go home an hour after she arrived and the next morning he rang to check i was okay and he went i've been thinking about it and i really think she's a ray and i just thought i looked at her and i thought yeah that really i, I don't know because people say how do you decide on a name a lot of people pick names out before the babies are even here which i find a bit weird because i think you've got to meet them and you look at see them her. first yeah and then I thought, well, all babies look the same, so how will we know if she looks like a Ray or a Romy or a Romesh or, you know. Um, but I just suddenly knew. It was really weird. I was like, yeah, Ray, yeah. So Ray Richardson, although I did get a lot of stick on social media because everyone's like, Ray me, like, do-ray me. She's going to take her father's name. Like, I, I wouldn't do that to a child. <laughs> um, so yeah we came up with ray richardson ray brenda richardson and brenda's is the the name of a, a woman who really looked after ben when he was growing up as a teenager family friend so oh, it, nice. yeah so it felt right oh um, yeah so lovely so how yeah. did you meet ben i met ben at a party i mean how you know 1990s is that <laughs> um Jesus, and it was only a couple yeah. of years ago yeah you know when people met people in real life yeah. <laughs> um so it was sort of a bit of a retro meet uh, a party my friend was throwing um for another couple of friends of ours who had um gone into remission from cancer and she just threw a big celebratory party and he was there with a mutual friend and we got talking and i don't know what it was but he was really nice to be offered to buy me a drink and we were chatting and I just remember he was walking out the bar and I, I'm thinking oh, I hope he walks past me so I can say goodbye so huh. obviously subtly positioned myself by the, <laughs> by the door yeah. um, and as he walked past he was like oh bye and I did the old touching of the arm I'm not oh. very good at flirting but I know that if you reach out and touch the, on the arm so I touched his arm and said oh, it was really nice to meet you I hope I meet you again soon and of course, little did I know, he was already all over it and had been saying to our friend Autumn, you've got to get me her number. You've got... But he played it really cool, so I had no idea. So I thought I was being mega subtle and just putting it out there. Like, oh, maybe he will, maybe he won't. <laughs> Funny. So yeah, so we met at a party and then we went out on a first date. I think it was it the next week or the week after? Oh, actually, no, I gave him the runaround because I was really busy with work, going here, there and everywhere. 
And then when we went out for our first date, I always tease him about it because he took me for lunch. But what he didn't know was that the nice restaurant he took me to, the only menu they did that day was like an eight course tasting menu. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, a bit much for a first date. I remember thinking, oh dear. Oof, we're here for the afternoon, are we? Um, but fortunately, we got on all right. Aww. <laughs> He's and a good look, one. Look where you are now. I know. Are you going to stick up one, or are you going to have another one? What, fiancé? Baby. Oh. <laughs> no. Apparently, it's taken me this long to get one. No, I don't know if I no. could sneak in two. <laughs> Come on. I'm, I'm getting out of it. Never um, say never. I think, yeah, I think we're going to stick at one, because we've got Ted, who, um, as I said, is eight and did I say he's eight or is he seven how old is it seven you said seven seven. baby brain is real eight months on does it ever leave you do you always have baby brain never it hasn't left me oh I think yeah mine's mine's terminal and we've got we've got Ted who's amazing so we've got one of each and it's it's one of those things where I've heard people say you just start to get your life back and then all of a sudden you have another baby and it all starts again. And I just think our family's so perfectly balanced now. We've got a boy, a girl. Ted yeah. loves his little sister. He's but, so oh, gentle nice. with her. And yeah. honestly, when he walks into a room, her face is just I, 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 like the biggest smile. She doesn't react like that to me or her dad. <laughs> um, but Teddy, it's like she looks at him and this unbelievable amount of love comes out of her little face. So I I just think we were at such a sweet spot. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna stick with what we've got. Stick yeah. it, stick it's it nice. too. Yeah, it's definitely. Nice. Well, yeah. I think it's, it depends what you want. I think if you're happy with one, it's easy. And yeah. You don't know what's gonna, I mean, if you had preeclampsia, you don't know something else might happen. Do you know well, I mean? exactly. You've there was always going to be the risk of that because of my age, and I had such. Is a that what pregnancy. it is then? It's, there's more risk. Yeah, if there's you're more risk older. when you're older, and um, but I've I had there's such more a good pregnancy of preeclampsia when you're older. Really? Yeah. So you might get pregnant and end up with four. <laughs> oh, oh my God, can you imagine? You hear no. about that happening to people, can't yeah. you? Don't you? Oh, wow. Oh, so yeah, stick with what you got. Yeah, I quit while I'm ahead, as it were. Quit while I'm ahead. But like I said, I had such a good pregnancy. Like, I had no morning sickness, full of energy. I exercised oh, wow. right up until we went into lockdown. Um, you know, I had a brilliant pregnancy. And then the preeclampsia just crept up. Yeah. Really yeah. crept up, which was such a shame. But... You know, sadly, it is one of the risks associated with older mums. So, uh, yeah, I w- you know, I wouldn't say that should put anyone else off in terms no, of the... God, no, God, no. But for me, it's just, yeah, fast yeah, forward I, in two yeah. years' time when I'm doing the sequel to this podcast with you and I'm like, oh, yeah, I've got five <laughs> kids now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, look at my brood. <laughs> now, I might be on my second fiancé then if I have five no, kids. No, <laughs> so no. So how's it been new baby... And new, new, recently new relationship, really, in lockdown. Um, do you know what? Ben and I were talking about this a few months ago. Um, because our relationship is fairly new, we still really like each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How, how, yeah. On, how new is it? Um, Eight months. Gosh. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's, it's, I know, it's, like, it's probably two and a half years. Two and okay. a half years. Oh, but okay. in terms yeah. of, we, we moved it. We moved fairly quickly. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we just get on. It's, you know, you do... I, I talk to a lot of my friends and, you know, don't get me wrong, Ben and I wind each other up sometimes because, you know, he thinks I'm putting on baby brain now. It's been 
<laughs> it's been so long. But I'm quite disorganised. I'm quite scatty. When I'm at work, I'm on it. You know, yeah. nothing escapes me. But at home, it's almost like my, my brain goes into, you know, standby mode. And more so now I've had a baby, whereas Ben is so organised on it. He wants everything done yesterday. And I'm the complete opposite at the moment. Like I said, lockdown and maternity leave has turned me feral. It's just, yeah. you know, just don't worry about it. Everything's fine. Um, so... The fact that we get on and the fact that we've got this amazing baby. I mean, we won the baby lottery. She is a good baby. She's no, are there any bad babies? That's such terrible language to use. But she's just so happy, smiley. She's sleeping well. She's eating well. We've done so well. I think if it had been the other way around in lockdown, it would have been really testing. Yeah. Uh, um, and then, you know, every other week we have Teddy thrown into the mix. And that's brilliant because it mixes it up for our house. Yeah. Um, you know, he's such a ball of energy, he's so fun. He's at the age where he can properly tell jokes now, laugh at himself, uh, you know, appreciate jokes. He's just funny. He's a really yeah. funny, gregarious boy and really clever. That's really so, nice that you have him so much. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'd we'd have him more. Um, but just the way it works, obviously, Ben working full time and eventually me going back to work and he goes to school um, around the corner from his mum and we live about an hour away for his mum so for us yeah. to have him anymore would be impractical but we've got a good relationship with his mum who's a brilliant mum to Teddy so the fact that we can split it equally is brilliant yeah. and you know he goes from one home to the other home without looking back without you know obviously he misses his mum or his dad where yeah. the house he's in but it, it's seamless and yeah. we're so lucky to have that and that's just because he's got two loving homes he's, su yeah. he's such a lucky boy um, yeah so, oh God, it makes me sound like it's little house on the prairie round at mine. But you know, it's you've got nice. to appreciate things when they're good. Yeah, so, definitely. So definitely. don't get me wrong; we're going through all the same things as other things. We, you know, we snipe at each other when we're in a bad mood, but we always go, "Look, it's locked down. You know, let's just yeah. chill out." And you just got to, you know, being in four walls all together can be testing. But with I, a, I think with a new baby, really well. I would imagine yeah. it's. I would yeah. imagine it's really testing because that's, I mean, that tests any kind of relationship when yeah. you have a when you have a new baby. But then I, mean, I don't know anything you're... else though because I've not no. had a baby that's not been in lockdown. So yeah. yeah, you know, I must admit I had this idea of maternity leave being a lot more social than it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you know, I always used to joke about you know oh, coffee and cake. I'll be doing lots of coffee and cake and this and that and the other and. But it's such you know, a baby shame, classes. That is all you do, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just having coffee and cake on my own. Don't yeah. get me wrong; I'm not missing out on the calories, <laughs> but I'm just not doing it with other mums. And also because, um, well, because the pandemic's at such a high, I don't really feel comfortable meeting people no. socially for walks. Yeah. No. Uh, and yeah. I know that you are allowed to meet one other person for your mental health as much as anything else. But you know, I'm I'm all right. I've got yeah. Ben. I've got Ted. Yeah. We're fine. But and I know got, there so are other mums out there that are really struggling and, you know, blimey, you know, see people go for a walk. But, you oh, know, I've, I've just felt a bit, bit, I don't know, I've just felt, felt a responsibility to rein that kind of thing in. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think right. it's about how you feel. It is yeah. about how you feel. Yeah. It's not, 100%. it's not about, and, and that's with everybody. Yeah. And I think that, yeah. that ha you have to take, you have to take your own responsibility, your own feelings into account. Otherwise, yeah. it, it becomes very awkward as well when you do 
Yeah, when you do meet people and you're not really comfortable with it. Yeah, exactly. Think, yeah. Like, let's go for a walk. This is like, not I'm fun. not really doing that at the moment. No, yeah. this is not really very this fun. This is not for me at the moment. Not for but, me, um, no. but, you know, thank goodness for Zoom and stuff like that. Like, you know, yeah. I'm constantly on Zoom or phone calls or texts and stuff. So that's really helped. But, and yeah, missing out on baby classes and stuff. Seeing my mum's in a childcare bubble. Yeah. 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 That's lovely. How oh, yeah. are your mum and dad? Yeah, they're really good. They're really good. I mean, bless mum she missed out on all the latter stages of my pregnancy because of lockdown and when we could see each other it was in the garden and obviously we had to social distance um so that was really hard because obviously she couldn't feel the bump and oh you know I just felt I mean I felt bad because obviously I wanted her to share and all that but I I felt even worse for her if you know I mean that's her first grandchild um but we've been really lucky that we've had breaks in between lockdowns where she's been able to spend time with us and then forming this childcare bubble, because Ben's working and I'm still still doing bits and pieces of work, even though I, I'm not a Sky at the moment. Uh, but it's just difficult, isn't it? You know, my dad, my dad misses Ray so much. Yeah, he doesn't see her, and you know, we do we do FaceTime him every day, but it's not the yeah. same, is it? You just want to hug your grandchild. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's really tough. Oh, Gosh. God, it will know, be over. Well, I know. So I, at least you'll be able to have more interactions. Yeah. I mean, I've never been one to wish time away. Gosh, you know, I'm wishing this year away quickly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. to to get some sort of. I mean, I know we're not going to be back to normal anytime soon, but just to get a sense where we can at least meet close family and yeah. you know, not yeah. necessarily go out with you, all your mates and have big parties. I mean, that'd be great, but just to be able to see your close family. Yeah, they've had their first jabs, family. which is a step in the right direction. Oh, brilliant! So, yeah, yeah, my parents have as well. Which so, just yeah, feels like of... a weight off your shoulders, doesn't it? Because you just want them to get that first jab. It feels like you're inching closer so yeah yeah some good news oh it's been so lovely talking oh nice to talk to you it's it's been a brilliant break in my day it's like oh i'm gonna (laughs) pop upstairs so who's got a baby now uh baby's downstairs with daddy um last time i checked just before i came upstairs she was having uh oh gosh this sounds so middle class hummus on toast oh lovely (laughs) hummus on toast and then bless her um some Lamb, broccoli, potato puree thing I knocked wow. up. Wow. So. Oh, nice. <laughs> well, you say that. House. You say that. I <laughs> tasted it and it was a bit, ooh, let's see if she eats it. I'll probably go downstairs and it will be smeared all over yeah. the walls. Oh, yeah, wow. the, the weaning stage is fun and messy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very. Oh, a bit of hummus. Oh, yeah. And I mean, the I think when they're trying everything and yeah. getting it everywhere. I was beating myself up too much at the beginning by getting out all the Annabelle Carmel books oh, and cooking yeah. all her recipes, batch cooking. Although I realised our freezer isn't big enough to batch cook. <laughs> I had all this stuff and nowhere to put it. Yeah. Um, so I was doing a lot of that and Ben was like, just take the pressure off yourself because it felt like I'd been a broadcaster and then left to run a bistro. It was yeah. constantly yeah. like, oh my yeah. word. And I'm not the most natural in the kitchen, so I find it really stressful. Ben says he always knows when I'm cooking because it's not because the appliances are going or anything like that. He can just hear all the huffing and puffing. <sighs> oh, oh, God. Oh. So, um, so all of that's going on. And he's just like, give yourself a break. Give her some pouches. I'm like, no, not the pouches. And now every other day we do pouches. Yeah, get them out. Oh, God, I, yeah, out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I stopped short of putting it straight in her mouth. It at least goes in a bowl and then on a spoon yeah <laughs> uh, but no yeah that's the fun stage at the moment before i head back to the big bad world of work so how oh. long have you got left four months 
Yeah, I'm going to go back in June, so I'll have taken a year off. Okay, um, nice. I had all these aspirations of, oh, I'll be back after six months, but my brain was in no state after six months to sort of go back and deal with yeah. <laughs> big breaking news. You know, I couldn't remember yeah, where I, I left my slippers. You really have to think a lot with your job. Yeah, you have to be yeah. really sharp and on it, and I just felt like I was in a fog. So I just, yes. I thought I've got to be kind to myself and I'll give it a year. Yeah. And I just feel comfortable with that in terms of we all know where we are. We'll have some kind of childcare in place. Hopefully the world will be a bit more normal. So it won't yeah. feel so strange going back to work. Um, but yeah, just give my chance and my brain a chance to, to catch up. <laughs> oh, well, good I don't feel bad admitting that either. I don't feel bad admitting that either. I think no, so many I've, women I've got, no, are signed no, no. of saying no. stuff like that. But I actually felt like I, I, can't, I can't cope. I couldn't cope with breaking yeah. news at the moment. Just need to build up to it. But I, I will be looking forward to going back, definitely. I don't think I could ever do that. Like, honestly, I my brain <laughs> capacity, honestly, I think I'd just be like a rabbit in headlights. Oh, it's one of those things, you, you get used to it. I think my first ever broadcast on Sky, I was like a rabbit in the headlights because it comes at you so fast. And coming from regional TV where, you know, you spend all day working up to a half-hour broadcast in the evening. So, you know... It was a bit more relaxed, whereas yeah. you're on air for four hours. Anything could happen anywhere in the world. <laughs> uh, oh, God, you know, those first couple of months, I think I was a nervous wreck. But you just oh ease into God. it and you just, it's always like brain training. Yeah. Do you read from auto cue? So a lot of our links are written, but if it's breaking news, you don't have any auto cue. Okay. You could be talking for four minutes, you could be talking for four hours with no auto cue. It's, yeah. I mean, the autocue's there to make it all clean. So, yeah. you know, you link into your next guest and then when you interview the guest, it's all your own questions, it's not scripted. But it's just yeah. to make it nice and smooth on air. Nobody wants to see you sort of, you know, because you need time for your brain to think about who you're interviewing. So being yes, able to yeah. read the link and get their name right and nail it before yeah, you go yeah, into yeah. them, it's really good to give your brain time to look at what's coming up. You could be, you know, talking politics one minute an earthquake the next and then you have to yeah. talk to somebody who's survived something awful there's so many different gear changes it must be so interesting oh god nice i love job. my job yeah i love yeah. my job it's so interesting no day's the same um although having said that you know it's all been covid for the yeah. last however <laughs> yeah. long um but you know no day is the same and i am really looking forward to going back but i just need to make sure i'm in the right headspace to yes. do it properly because yeah. there'd yeah. be nothing worse than i'm you know i'm sure i'll be nervous leaving ray excited yeah. to go back to it and you just don't want to mix yeah. it up in your first week back yeah. do you yeah yeah it'll be a mix um, of feelings but i think that's you've had a nice amount of time so it'll be a nice because it is nice to have a break it is a yeah. nice to be doing something else and yeah. not just kids Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, actually, do you know what? I've enjoyed maternity leave more than I thought I would. Everybody thought I would really struggle because I've always been really busy, had loads of stuff on, work, 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 socialise, socialise, socialise. Like, everything's 100 miles an hour. And everything just stopped, what with lockdown, the pandemic, and maternity leave. Ben really thought I'd struggle. But it turns out I can go from super busy to sloth-like yeah. in the blink of an eye. <laughs> turns out I'm actually quite good at, <laughs> good at it. Although maternity's a different kind of work, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's not. But, yeah, it's not. A, it's not a complete break. It's you appreciate the rest because yeah. it's so full on, don't you? But did you did you two get angry? Well, not angry. That's the wrong word. But if somebody said to you, "Enjoy your break," somebody said that to me on the phone the other day, and I went, "Break? 
this is not a break. <laughs> I think I was up to my eyes in mashed potato at the time or something, but I was like, oh, this is not a break. People have no, no idea picnic. what it's like being a parent at home with children. Oh. Same, it's, it's that argument, isn't it, when the man goes out to work and mum stays mm. home with the kids and they eat, both hate each other because, you know, <laughs> they're the most tired or whatever. Got yeah. the easiest, yeah. But yeah. you don't know what it's like being at home. Mm. It's, it's more than just the mental capacity of constantly having to be on and responsive to someone else whilst trying to still think about everything else you've got to do as well yeah. I think that's the thing that and with a baby when they don't differentiate between night and day <laughs> that's really tough yeah but uh, yeah no I've got so much respect for stay-at-home mums I mean yeah. stay-at-home mums even that term is all yeah. wrong it's like yeah. you know they're not at home with their feet up it is 24-7 graft yeah um, you I've go got... to work for a break <laughs> Like, my cousin yeah. started back part-time at her job because she was like, I need to have a break yeah. from, <laughs> from the kids. And it's, Don't yeah. name her because her boss will be like, what's she doing? Yeah. What's she doing at work to have a break? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, I'll be looking forward to going back when my mind is sharp and ready. And, yeah, like you said, for, for, for a little um, break of routine, should we call yes. it that? A little break yeah. of the routine. <laughs> oh, it's been lovely. Thank you so much. Oh, so good nice to meet you. Really nice to meet you, Harry. Obviously, after Lovely listening to you. to you girls. And yes. Yeah, really nice to meet you. And nice to yeah, meet you. Hope it's been good. Like I said, baby brain ramblings. It's been up here no, in my attic. It's room. been great. <laughs> no, it's been you. lovely. Aww. And hopefully, maybe we'll meet up with the kids when the world goes back to normal. I'd love to come that. and visit South Woodford with Michelle. Oh my God, Michelle. Or we can meet up somewhere. Yeah, no, that'd, that'd be, be really, really nice. Lovely. Yeah. Oh, with my little Ray Ray. Yeah, I can't wait. All right, girls. All right, love you. Bye. Bye. Hi. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. I did. (laughs) Yeah, it's nice. I like finding out about people. I'm very nosy, I've discovered. Well, I think I've always known. But I love talking to people. That's why I love doing this podcast, because I just like finding out what people have done with their lives makes me feel a bit better well it doesn't make me feel better not like <laughs> but it just that's my entertainment do you know what I mean like I live one of my close friends is um an actor and he goes to these fancy parties and texts me who's there and it, it's great because I live my life through him because I can get all excited even though I'm not there it still makes me happy so yeah that's a little insight to my sad existence. But, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I think going insane with this bloody lockdown. I hope you are well and I hope you have a lovely rest of your day, whatever you're doing. Please subscribe to our podcast if you don't already. Oh, this might be the first time you've ever listened because you might be one of Sarah Jane's fans. <gasps> well, you're in for a treat because we've got 50 other episodes or 49 other episodes I think this is number 50 or is it number 49 49 well anyway we've got a lot of other episodes and we talk about a lot of different things so there's something for everyone but check us out mum and mama podcast we're mum and mama pod on the socials but if you subscribe to our podcast then it just turns up on your phone every Sunday like magic and you can listen when you want 
but then you never miss an episode. It doesn't really take up anything on your phone. If I were you, I'd just subscribe to it, and then even if you don't really want to listen to it, then at least you know the option's always there. Do you know what I mean? Work. But yes, I hope you enjoyed it, and hopefully we'll see you again. Work. And yeah, see you next week. Work. Stay safe and sane. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.